This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to the Dude Fuel Podcast. When it comes to creating success, selective memory is something that I utilize to keep going and to basically um, maintain my joy and my vision in the midst of circumstances that are potentially going sort of the other way. So in my online business, my primary business, um, last month was just not a good month. Uh, there was very little activity, very little uh, w- was happening, and I was still working, but there were just very, very few results, very little to show for it. And that happens sometimes, but if you allow those sort of um, difficult periods to define you, then you end up in a situation where you're stunted and you're disadvantaged for the next sort of round or the next period of your life. And so moving into November here, my vision and my heart is moving toward a fantastic November. And it, it might seem to go against reason when you've had a, you know, a really bad, um, you know, stretch, whether it's a bad month or a bad week or a bad day. It might seem kind of, um, well, to me, it seems a little inauthentic, perhaps, to, you know, to just simply set that aside and to look toward this new period or new era. But for me, that's what I'm considering selective memory. And uh, I think the term can be abused. And, and, and so I want to talk about what I mean by selective memory and what I don't mean by it. Because, again, I think the term it it might even carry some some negative connotations for some people about repression right and not dealing with some of their memories but one of the things that i'm doing in counseling with um my past is we're doing something called emdr and emdr um is uh eye movement desensitization and reprocessing um says so what it stands for and um, the desensitization and reprocessing uh, components are, are are very close to what I'm talking about when I talk about selective memory. So a desensitization is important for your success. If um, you know an athlete has had a major injury, they've had a major you know trauma on the playing field or the court or wherever. Um, then it can it can make it difficult for them to get back out there, right? And so that trauma can can stop them. That memory can stop them from really living up to their full potential the next game or the next season or whatever the case may be. And so there needs to be this sort of element of desensitization that you need to be able to say, this is what happened. You're not repressing it or ignoring it, but it, but when it doesn't cause that sort of knee-jerk you know, gut wrenching, uh, reaction, then you can move forward and you can move forward with, pa- uh, you know, purpose and passion and, and, and vision. So desensitization is a part of, of what I'm, uh, calling selective memory. So you had a bad month, right? So you had a bad week or you had a bad day. I know a lot of people who it's like they mess up on their diet one day and that throws their entire week off. And then that week throws their entire month off. And before you know it, they're just not going to the gym. They're not eating right. They're not focused on their health at all. So they've allowed something. uh, They've been sensitive to something that is not serving them and their highest purpose. And if you're going to live your next level life, you have, there has to be a degree of desensitization to failure and setbacks. 
They are going to happen, right? I, I love um, our mentors. Uh, my wife and I are marriage mentors. They told us before we got married that marriage is not this constant progression where things are just getting better and better and better and better. Marriage is this incredible dance that two people are doing. And sometimes you're taking steps back and sometimes there are steps forward, right? There are good days and there are bad days. There are good weeks and there are bad weeks. That is a part of the marriage commitment, at least in my view and in the view of of our mentors. And I'm so glad that they shared that because they said, you know, they've seen other couples who they weren't prepared. They they didn't know that that was the journey. They thought uh, everything was going to be great. Once they got married, they were just going to fall more and more and more in love. And yes, it might plateau, right? They People were being realistic. Yes, it might plateau, but they didn't view these sort of like steps back where their relationship would sometimes move in the opposite direction and would require a great deal of commitment and work and openness and communication in order to just get back to where you were a month or two or three ago. And so knowing that this is true in business, knowing that this is true in a marriage, in a family, with any of your goals, your career, the company that you're starting, the nonprofit, whatever it is, this this is life. Um, This is real life. And so you've got to be desensitized to those setbacks and those failures because they're going to arrive and they do not have to define you. Okay, the setbacks and failures will come. They do not have to define you. Don't let them define you. Desensitize yourself to them. That's a part of selective memory. And then the other part is this um, sort of this reprocessing uh, portion of, of what's called EMDR. And I think that this is also what I what I mean when I talk about selective memory is that you need to process that memory in a new way, right? See, for most of us, what we're doing is we're interpreting events in a particular way. We are taking the raw facts and we are interpreting them in such a way, usually, that hinders us. But we can interpret them in a way that can benefit us, right? And so you say, hey, I put it all out there. I gave this person my heart and they trampled all over it. We can interpret that in a variety of ways. We can interpret that as I'm a horrible person. I'm unworthy of love. That person was right to do what they did to me, right? Those are some awful ways to interpret that. We could interpret it as, this is a horrible person. They're absolutely terrible. They're awful. We can demonize that person. That's another way to interpret it. Yet another way to interpret that same event is to say, you know what? Maybe I ran into things a little too quickly. Yeah, this person, you know, they they did some things that they shouldn't have done, but at the same time, I'm the one who put it all out there and wore my heart on my sleeve. And perhaps I should have been a little more careful and guarded. Perhaps it should have taken a little more thought and prayer and conversations with those that that love me and that I love before I jumped into this thing, right? So that's just another way you can interpret it. I'm not even saying that's the best way to interpret the scenario, right? I think based on the structure I just used, many people would draw that this was the best or right conclusion. The point is you can interpret this event in all of those different ways and more. See, how you interpret the event is much more important than the event itself. If I were to interpret this event, um, you know, my last month with my company, didn't recruit anybody, didn't have any real action in my business, no new customers, nothing really 
doing, right? Nothing working. And I could interpret that as I'm a failure. Ah, this company doesn't work. Ah, I'm never going to be successful. Ah, November's just going to be more of the same. I could interpret it that way. But what are some other ways that I can interpret? I can say, hey, it's a clean slate, right? November's a new, fresh opportunity for me to do my best. Let's put October behind us. Hey, it was a bad month. That will make November's success all the all the better, more joyful, more you know, more filled with sweetness and delight. Because I had a bad October, I can more thoroughly enjoy the success that I find here in November, and I can work toward creating that success. So, this is all a part of what I'm calling selective memory: how you view the things that have happened to you, um, so that they they don't prevent you from doing the things you want in the future. As always, you know this podcast is dedicated to you and to your success. Hey, thank you so much for listening. I'm Cody Ray Miller. If you haven't yet subscribed right here to the Dude Fuel Podcast, I hope you will do that. Um, Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow.